0: The views of the hosts are only their personal opinions. Any possible opinions by the guests are also theirs. Some content may be sensitive to the listeners.
1: Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back, listeners. This is MJ. This is Kyle. And this is Fred. And welcome back again to the fourth episode of the Three Stooges podcast. <laughs> uh, you, you guys will never hear the uh the failed attempts that we had on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never see the light of day. <laughs> yeah. There were technical
0: difficulties yet again with this episode. <laughs>
1: Well, guess what it is in the first attempt, at least. But you know, it was just like like five minutes. It's alright. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: But any in, in any case, guys, how have you been?
1: Oh, dude, mm-hmm. I've just straight up chilling. Like, um, I I was I haven't been paying attention to my headphones for for a lot of the quarantine. But right now, i have just like almost been inseparable with them just because I've been listening more and more to, like, music. How about you, guys? How about you, Kyle?
2: I have been studying and I've been trying to find some good study music.
0: That's solid. And
2: so far, I am finding good study music.
0: What do you guys listen to, um, if I may ask?
1: actually uh hmm. me Ikaw, mj <laughs> me personally <laughs> it's uh actually you know what I'll, I'll let you guys guess <laughs> <laughs> let's have a short short very short game
0: all right um i'm gonna mm. go with anime music
1: mm-hmm what about you kyle i'm gonna go with video game music well um I don't think those are genres, but both of you are correct <laughs> because, I, in all honesty, and I don't want to sound like those uh, prissy people, but I listen to like different types of music in general. Like you, I can go from Bach to Skrillex to MCR, like MCR Danger Days album type of shit. Like I I, I flip around a lot. I don't say that I've listened to every type of music out there of course not yeah but i am always open for like new types of music how about f- you guys how about
0: you Kyle hmm mostly
1: emo oh like emo yeah. rock so like yes emo rock yes other than uh, other than uh, mcr modern oh
2: Modern Ooh. Like modern emo. Because emo is still alive to this day. It's very different from the past emo. Because emo before is like emo during 2005 is like pop punk. You know, emo yeah, today yeah. is a revival of the 90s. It's more in line with punk. Garage oh. rock. Uh, no. So modern emo is very different from the old rock. From the old... That's emo.
1: that's actually interesting. I've I haven't been as informed with the emo uh, scene for a while. I think would old, you
0: yeah would you count Paramore as emo?
1: Is it more of alt rock
0: emo? Yeah, alt rock. There there are songs because are kind of emo ish.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I, bands can change their. Um, Bands can change their genre, like, anytime they want naman. Just
2: because, you know, it didn't... Because Paramore wasn't connected. You know, it didn't launch itself during the, ano, you know, during the big emo rise around the 2000s. Mm. Like, it's... You know, it's not super connected to the, you know, to the 2000s emo. Oh it's kind of emo, but at the same time, parang yung mas, ano, yung mas go nang Paramore is pop punk.
1: Yeah, pop yeah, Poppong yeah, so for sure. Less
2: emo yeah. as a result.
1: Ano sa tingin mo yung, like, before the Danger Days era, you think MCR was emo, or Bin? I mean, they clearly owned the up.
2: I know, they did not own it opposite since they admitted they're emo, but parang yung image sila is very emo. hmm because your music did feel kind of emo because it was very punk
1: like actually you know, since we're on this topic and since I'm not as informed can I ask what is the definition of emo music? or like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like just, maybe just a general it doesn't have to be like oh it has to be this it has to be that and like yeah music yeah. music can be anything naman. music is music in general
2: here Nemo started out in the nineties after hardcore punk at some point parang like late early nineties mga hardcore punk bands restarted started to play things differently As in, like, yung music nila was more Parang like, more emotional. But at the same time, it's still very punk. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it has hardcore punk riffs, where the lyrics aren't usually the hardcore punk lyrics. As a hardcore punk, during the 80s, they would usually sing about politics.
1: Oh, like uh, but yeah. Ideas, parang
2: yeah, parang ganan. But during the 90s, eventually some of these hardcore punk men start to sing more about topics like Love, like love, love relationships, the usual emo stuff, but the music was still hardcore, as in the energy was still hard, but the lyrics were still very, the lyrics were more emotional. Thus, 90s emo was born in Washington, D.C. Wow. So ayun, that's how that's how emo started. like, man, that's very much the best way to describe emo
1: mm. so kasi, kasi for me uh, for like on on my on a very surface level, whenever I think of emo, it's always like um it's almost but not exactly, but almost synonymous with goth like goth types of uh I don't know like imagery like
0: very dark. Isn't like goth like darker?
2: Na in a sense. I I think so. Yeah, goth is dark. I think so. Parang ano? Parang the cure ganon. Ginung yun mukang goth. Ooh,
1: like the, audio, cure. You know, the
2: cure. Yeah, ganon yung vibes ng goth. I see. Because yung emo like, two thousands emo they tried two thousands emo was more goth like, but like original emo. Hindi goff yung muka nila eh. You know how original emo looked like? Mm. They look like mga indie boys.
1: Ah. Like legit,
2: yung mga naka-old schools, skinny jeans, tapos tight t-shirts.
1: <laughs>
2: uh-huh. or, or if not skinny jeans, malaking jeans. Yung mga casual uh, ladies jeans. Baggy. Man?
1: Uh, like that? Yeah, baggy.
2: Ah. Basically, before emo got goff, they were, they, they,
1: look like just regular teenage bands. Oh, so far, Like what you said earlier about a like garage band kind of-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh.
2: Mm. Mukha ng emo before.
1: How about you, Kyle? Then emo videos. Ah, oh wait. Fred. <laughs> yes. Fred, it's your turn. Uh,
0: Alright, so for me, I listen a lot to like rap. Actually, like rap, hip hop. Um, more often now, in, like UK rap.
1: <laughs> so, oh, like that's what? cool. Um,
0: so yeah, parang, it's not as it's not as famous here, especially here in the Philippines. Pero, um, you know, like artists such as if anyone knows Skepta and. Uh-huh.
2: I know. uh JME
0: and all those stuff. Basta rapping na grime. Talaga yung parang underground na
1: oh.
0: rap battle type stuff. I do not know. Ano parang
1: flip-top? Parang flip ganon.
0: <laughs> eh, <parang, laughs> oh, flip oh. Oo. Oh, oh. eh, I've been listening right now too. Kasi um, if you watch YouTube, you would probably know him. Um, His name is KSI. Oh, and KSI? Just, yeah. <laughs>
2: is that the youtuber yeah, the youtuber so yung Jake, Jake Paul
0: <laughs> Yeah Jake Paul Logan yeah. Paul and Ricegum <laughs> uh, Oh yes
1: Ricegum my favorite uh youtube he rapper He
0: recently <laughs> he recently um released an album last Friday actually Ooh.
1: So I've been
0: grinding listening to those music yon um and yung puro rap artists lang talaga. Even, like, the Asian ones. Like, the, um, I've been listening a lot to Bali by um Rich Brian. Ooh. Those stuff. Like, Glock, 9, ah, Glock Even the flip-top artists here in the Philippines. Siluni, like Looney. Abra, Looney. Uh, yeah, those type of rap also. So, puro rap lang talaga.
1: Actually, interestingly enough, like, about UK rap, I think I've only been exposed, like, Actually, exposed to like one artist, and I think his name was Slothie or, or how oh, slow is, yeah, slow yeah. Or, or, or is he? or C Slaver, but the people who worked on uh, they, they were featured in one song by Gorillaz, it's uh, in their newest album bar. Can you even call it album or a single? It's uh, in, in the song Momentary Bliss, and honestly, Ooh. it's so. It is so different, like listen, as opposed to like uh listening to the typical rap, which is like very, very like American,
0: yeah, it's very satisfying. Also, they have a different approach to it, eh? yeah, especially, yeah, with the topics they would mm-hmm. like, like what try kind to. Of topics? Depends, eh? I mean, y- you have those. Topics that are the usual drugs, money, sex, all mm-hmm. those stuff. And there are some that's more political and standing up. Parang M M&M type. Oh. So it's it's really ranging, but uh I think with them, especially in terms of trying to express themselves, it's more of from their like heart ish, like from what they actually believe in, and they're not really that scared oh. to really show oh. who they're they
1: fearless, are. I see. Yeah i like that for sure it's nice and i like that and on the topic of like glock 9 bro bro i love glock 9 it has to honestly be my number one rapper like
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm rapping serena
1: like like so much you're you're saying guys kasi as many of these new fil-
2: new filipino or filipino rappers come come out wala eh wala pa rin totoong block dude
1: man. ang tu- tunay na filipinong makata i swear mm-hmm. <laughs> like that the songs that he talks that the songs where he talks about like actual social plights, like oh, halos lahat halos lahat ng kanta tungkol sa problemang pilipino it's sobrang ah it's just yeah, you can um, tell na
2: nimpirang gagaling naman. Eh. Ah, yeah, dude. Tapos, dude, yung rap song ni Serena, good maganda kasi tackles LGBT. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. kasi stereoty- like, parang, you have like some people have this stereotypical thinking of Filipino rap as Ayo sa bakla. Then Glokman starts singing about gay people and not in a negative way. Sin parang like, yun yung highlight ng and that really helped a lot with the local lgbt community because serena is about accepting yourself like even with even if people do abusive shit to you just because you're gay you should still accept yourself because it, it's who you are yes yeah yun maganda kay
1: and it's also um a very uh it's basically a close look on how the current or at least in that time uh in the in the time of its release, the current views of the LGBT plus community. The re- uh, again the reason why it's called Serena, because almost like because of the the so- the story of the song, which is a kid, a a gay kid, who's trying to come out. A trying to come out and B being constantly drowned by his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Because the dad wanted to uh, remove like the mascara and the makeup from his face.
2: I really appreciate I don't know, Lockman doing that song. Like even if I'm not gay Same. just see just having gay people represented in a mainstream yeah, song it's,
1: makes me happy because you know. They it's it's not often that you have songs or, or at least mainstream songs that are in support of the minority especially at that time it was pretty bold and like yeah it uh, was uh, and uh, uh, one aspect that I really love about Glock 9 is there's almost always a narrative to his songs
2: mm-hmm, like, that's true
1: his songs doesn't, don't just come out of like oh the uh of like, this is problem. This is a big problem. Yo, yo, yo. I'm rapping about problem. No, no. He's he's actually relaying a whole story from beginning to end about a person who encounters the problem.
0: For sure. That's true. And I think that's the beauty of it, especially when you try to portray yourselves into a relatable form to a lot of people that can actually relate to the problem. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Because... Right now, most people usually think that oh if you're if you're an artist or a musician, you can only ever make songs from the perspective of you as an of as the artist like if like for if uh, if I become an artist, I can only make songs of my of my experiences of like my story pero, pero make writing a song is almost a, a, the same as writing a story you can have a persona you can have you can have a character experiencing something like Magdalena, um, Magdalena with uh, sex workers, as well as the exploitation yeah. of women in, in those fields like them. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go on and on and I could, but I wouldn't because I know <laughs> that. We, I could personally do an hour-long just just, gush about Glock 9, I swear. <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure. sure. He's on another level, especially well, especially for our opinions
1: in the Filipino rap mm. scene. Yes. Now that we're on the Filipino rap scene, what are your opinions on XB, X Battalion? Hmm. Absolutely.
2: they have the like you can't deny it. they can make a good song as meme that song is it's actually a good song mm-hmm pero, pero, like it doesn't hit as good as i wanted to hit is it i mean you could see that i'm thinking about x battalion songs too deeply but yeah. mo si shanty dope his lyrics aren't very, you know, as, like, kasing woke ni Parang mas maganda pa yung Dope, Because the way he makes music is different. I mean, like, parang yeah. Like, they can make a good song, but it doesn't blow me away.
1: Kasi, mm. interestingly enough, like, uh, around, like, oh, three days ago, I think, I I I, I started listening to Pakinabang by X Battalion. If you guys have listened to it, and bro, it is a seven-minute song, and it actually slaps. It has almost seven minutes. Seven-minute-long song, almost has all of the the members of X B singing, and it's and dude, mm-hmm. the message is all about like staying on your toes because. Honestly, there will be people who can and will exploit you.
2: Oh, like the songs about the I'm actually Christian.
0: listening, I'm a, uh, as we speak, I'm actually listening to Paki yeah. right now.
2: Uh-huh. And
0: what I can take from it. Because I've never heard this song. So, major a raw reaction. To. And they have their own style. Eh. Like, they have their own flows as well and how they like, portray the mm-hmm. message. It's very unique. As, to
1: them. Uh, as I quote from a professor of mine, "Squami pero yummy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because they're a collective. You know what I'm saying?
1: I honestly no? like, ex- how many are there? It's like uh, the Wu Tang Clan of the Philippines. Wu Tang Clan? Yeah, bro.
0: I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're 30. Yeah. And
1: 13. I think there were wow. some people who left. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Dude, just like, just the chorus of the song, which is. uh, I'm singing this so it's not copyrighted. It's like. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> wala
1: kang pakinabang sa mata ng nakinabang. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I know, yeah. I know it's, you know, it's just like, oh, it's so simple, but they expound on that simple chorus so many times, like like mm-hmm. different perspectives, but almost always arrives at the single conclusion, which is like, watch out, because like there there are people in this world. Who will? Behave you, behave you?
0: Yeah, I think what I like about it is also the cohesiveness and trying to really portray mm-hmm. the message. Like, try—it's hard enough to create a song with an actual message, but to create a song with a lot of members and try to put that together in a single
1: message and song
2: mm-hmm.
0: is another thing.
1: And. It's so sad, nah. People usually just like th- whenever they think of like XB, Shanti Dope, um what's that other one? Uh starts with an A. Dope, No, no,
2: no.
1: I think uh Abra Needs Abra, yeah. But like all of these um rappers, a lot of them actually honestly do have actual songs that aren't just, you know, um, you know, uh, gang, uh, gang shit, mm, drugs, uh, I, I have sex, and I'm cool. All of you are not cool. You know, it's it's like they actually do have a message to tell, but they just always end up as being, ah, wala yan. Nga, nga, wow. It's just mga... It's uh, <laughs> lower, lower class uh, music. But like, Bro, really? <laughs> Come on.
2: What makes it any different from NWA, man? NWA sang the same stuff, but they were still the best OG by
1: Yeah, dude. I swear. And now, and since nasa local scene local na scene ah I, I'm not a super big fan of... I kind
2: of want to ask something, though. Oh, sige, what do you think of... Because, you've mentioned lower-class rap. Mm-hmm. What about the mga hype, yung mga upper class rap, mga mga kadipunang gap? Alam mo sinasabi ko, ano? Uh, ano ba? ang pangalan niya?
1: Is it? Yung Curtis Smith, mga ganun. Ah, actually, I haven't been, I haven't, I'm not as uh, into that scene. Not that I haven't. Not that I hate it, but more of i haven't been as exposed as I could be as in i I really just vibe with the Glock nine style, so like the immediate people around that uh around that scene talaga ako and i think I'm pretty sure the the quote unquote Katipunan rap scene right now it's not it's not in that and it's not in that circle yet for me.
0: Yeah.
2: It's good, but it's it's just there. Mm-hmm. It's not as it's not as big as the actual raps in the Philippines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: I think it could grow, sure. honestly, like the whole scene. Especially if they would really be true to them, themselves as well as with their message. Yeah. It's nice to be very like the big issues you talk about, okay fine, you got it. But there are a lot of people nowadays just talking about some random stuff that's not true to themselves anymore. Yeah.
1: Oh, did a plane float? Did a the plane There's flew some fly some by? Yes,
2: that's my that's a plane. I live near an airport,
1: sorry. Oh. But somehow I only easy get escape, one plane easy escape. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. going back to it for sure a lot of scenes can grow in the philippines especially because right now it's still i, I don't want to say stagnant because it isn't but uh, i think there's a certain there's there's just a certain likeness of most new bands or indie bands to go for oh you know like uh the the typical rock band al- alternative rock indie pop etc. like it's usually around that area it's hard for new like different more experimental artists to like show show up or to be promoted yeah cuz cuz of course i'm pretty sure most if not all three of us here do not have any sort of actual unironic likeness or, or just or just preference to the typical love songs <laughs> y- 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 modern yeah. love songs that almost get played over and over again by random artists random artists that are actually celebrities who who can somehow sing. They're not good mm-hmm. at singing. They can just somehow sing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I think that's, especially with making music nowadays, I feel like it's so easy now, especially editing, tuning your voice, even if you don't have the voice to mm-hmm. do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, it's it's such an easy feat now, yet it's so hard to the point of the criticisms that are involved.
1: Mm, that's Mm.
0: In actually making music,
1: yeah, because honestly, there was a time when like Filipino reggae was a thing, and I love Yes, it it. yes, there was a time. Brownman like, revival, man. Yeah, Brownman revival. Um, man, I, I I like. I had a lot of them saved, and, bro, I just can't believe that there was an actual time when something as i guess you could say cliche or cliche yeah somewhat as reggae was like actually being played and hindi lang yung parang oh it's a it's a reggae song pero english yung lyrics no it's like actual like tagalog yung lyrics and it works it actually works like, like again brown man revival the. the and yeah. now it's, like, hard. It's, it's a bit harder to, like, come across those, like, type of bands, which is, you know, a bit sad. No,
2: there, is. there is
1: a certain stagnancy, I would say. But for sure, there's still a lot more uh, bands who are trying to bridge the gap. Like, this one band that I actually fi- found out during a, a festival uh, at school it was um it was an anime inspired inoi band oh, called, nice. called kanjiru and there is actually pretty i i'd say that they're pretty low key because I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't know about this band but the thing is uh their songs are typically like anime inspired like very melodic very smooth but then it just hits you like when it's sung with in Tagalog, like actual original songs that are anime inspired, pero Tagalog yeah. yung lyrics. It just hits all the more harder. Pag pag sariling wika talaga eh, for me. Kato.
2: maybe it's not getting stagnant. It's just na parang hindi kasi nag-a-appeal sa maraming tao.
1: Oh, that's true.
2: I'm not. I'm not saying kasi na. Modern Filipino indie is bad. It's actually good, but at the same time, pa sometimes it feels difficult to listen to it. Because the, yung mga because eh, yung kiregawana mga many modern Filipino indibasians you know, that they tend to fuse a lot of genres.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
2: So it doesn't sound straightforward. It's nang paano ba? Banana herbera ganon. jazz fusion sila. Oh yeah. Ano yeah, so, Ano yeah, ba? Uh, ba yung Ransom Collective, yeah. Parang, Parang folk, ano, folk fusion, ganun. Mm. and it's kind of hard to appreciate it because when there are so many genres in place, it's hard for like a regular listener to listen to it. I'm not saying that the band should dumb down, okay. more like the bands are maybe stretching themselves too much because it's are a lot genres. Mm-hmm. Kaya like in the 2000s, there's 2000s OPM so yung alternative scene Yes, for sure. Kasi alternative kasi It's easy to listen to the alternative songs because eh, al- it's just alternative rock. So, madaling ma appreciate. It, it at the same
1: time. It appeals a lot more. Yeah.
0: It I think for me, like, with the advent like especially with a filipino's fascination with western music
2: mm-hmm.
0: combine that with the advent of k-pop mm-hmm. for example you can i mean honestly you wouldn't really get to appreciate i mean a lot of people forget to appreciate filipino music as it is especially when they hear something different yeah and again, I'm not saying that the Filipino music scene is stagnant, but I think we have to, re- especially for the listeners' view, reorient ourselves to appreciating mm. Filipino music more.
2: It is hard to it's hard to penetrate the market there. Eh? Yeah, it's hard to get to people's ears. Like when iba taste natin. Mm.
0: But I think that's an opportunity for them to stand mm-hmm. out. Like create a, something that's not the usual love song or that's not the usual political mm-hmm. song, right? You can really talk about a lot of topics right now. People are talking about mental health right now. People are talking about a lot of issues and that can be more relatable and more listenable, especially if it's I catchy. Right? A, lot of people, a lot of people, especially with the K-pop scene, people like K-pop not because they understand it. It's For the most it's part,
1: it's catchy and it's sung by yes, so like really hot people. Our
0: queen, our queen yeah. twice, twice the better. K the K-pop mm. appeal, right? Mm-hmm. So like I think I think we have to really I guess cater to the wants of those Filipinos so we can get it mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes.
0: But that's I think
2: my two cents lang. taste natin. But it's hard, admit. Kasi you can't deny K-pop is a fun genre. And especially since stressful yung buhay natin sa Pilipinas. Sometimes K-pop is that ray of light. Like just looking at Twice. Mm-hmm. They are the ray of life. They are the ray of light in my sad life. Kaya I love Twice. <laughs> Knowledge twice is the twice
0: is the shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pero, yeah, speaking of K-pop, what are your opinions? Ah,
1: I am exposed I mean, to it. I've listened to multiple songs. I even have a family member who who is very, 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 very into it. Ever since like I was I was young, and personally, uh, like it's cool. It Really is. My only real problem are with the fans. (laughs) Like, (laughs) for the most part, it's really just the fans. Because the fans are are a whole lot more toxic than the actual, you know, the the object of affection, which is either the OGs, EXO, Super Junior, or the current, like, or the current ones which are more Blackpink, BTS, um, yeah, yes, along those lines. Twice, as um, our friend Kyle mentioned, but uh, <laughs> it's just, it's it's cool, really. It's as someone who also like listens a lot to uh, Japanese music, I I know I've I've known firsthand of just listening to a random song. Just because it's catchy and not because I understand anything. Maybe I understand, like, what the the occasional chorus, which has, like, what, two English words. (laughs) (laughs) And I think
0: I can also understand where it's coming from because Mm -hmm. it's catchy. And I mean, a lot of people can bop to it or, like, can make a simple TikTok Ah, on it, for example. Like, it's that catchy. Like, you could really vibe mm. to it but to actually understand and appreciate the actual art is also different mm. that's why i never got k-pop or any other language that i don't understand mm. songs because I, I, I don't know Parang if i don't understand what's the point of listening to it i think that's my orientation Hmm. That's why I never got the whole K-pop hmm. craze. Also,
1: well, I mean, it's it it's hot people own. singing. So, <laughs> I mean, at the end, of the they day, hot, not it's lie. hot people singing. Ren. I would twice as hot, twice as queen. <laughs> I wouldn't deny that they are certainly very heavily regulated in terms of their regimen on on their bodies. As <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> actually not gonna lie, like.
2: <laughs> How are they so hot? Does God have favorites? Nah, bro. It's called corporate it, management.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: called makeup. Like, um, if,
1: if, you, if you're if going to be be as slightly real for a second, it's corporate management. Yeah, it's, true, it's all just a scheme so that they can appeal screen. to the most amount of viewers. All of the members are happy. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, you know, (laughs) obviously.
2: Since we're talking about genres, what is your favorite genre? Because we've talked about the stuff we're listening to right now, but it could not be the genre we actually really like. So, what's your favorite genre, guys? Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I can start. I guess, yeah,
0: I've already mentioned Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm because I don't know I mean for me especially I'm not a singer and I don't even have a voice close to one Mm -hmm. so in terms of trying to make it and trying to like really match the speed and like they can actually fit like X amounts of words like 30 seconds trying to put out like a novel of words and trying to put the message that's still there. I think that's amazing and really flowing it with the rhythm. But I get why a lot of people won't like it because it's like talking mm-hmm. in, in song for mm-hmm. But I think that there's an actual art to it, especially when you know how to do it and you know how to really listen to yeah. every
1: word, even if it the appreciation, like you can't the appreciation understand anything. of, yeah. like, a true wordsmith, like, like some rappers are, like, honestly, so, uh, so underappreciated, my opinion. How genius they can really make, like,
0: yeah, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, aside from all the curses, the racial slurs, and all that, there, I mean, there are a lot of mumble rappers. Nowadays, I I won't yeah. deny that, but I think with the beauty, aside from those <laughs> mumble rap na puro ad na, ye yeah, ye yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The actual rappers would actually talk about their own selves, <laughs> and that's what I appreciate the most. Hindi yung girls, money, drugs, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. Because yeah, it's typical rap. That's not what yeah. you want.
1: Yeah, honestly, like one of the, in my opinion, and I'm not even sure if it's if it's considered rap or more of hip hop, but like something along the lines of Gangsta's Paradise. Like, in my opinion, that yeah yeah,
0: yeah. One, like,
1: it has an actual message of like how it feels to be in like the the usual situation of like African American neighborhoods or the ghetto. The ghettos, mm. something like that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. like I mean, that's... tougher, something along those lines.
0: A lot of people forget that Will Smith and Mark Wahlberg were rappers. That's true. So, like imagine those celebrities being rappers and actually not cursing. <laughs> that's a that's true.
1: No, though, I mean, like rapping weird. with little to no cursing.
2: I mean, that reminds me. Yeah, it's me very of rare. Kendrick Lamar, because like. Kendrick Lamar, Yung parang music niya sounds like gangster rap, pero yung lyrics is actually about why the gangster life isn't as glorious as it is. Isn't like Good Kid, Mad City? Mm-hmm. Young yeah, yeah. sa was that it was actually talking about the dangers of it. You know that people die. It's not as glorious as it is. Isn't it actually mentioned sexual shit? Pero yung mga sexual shit and it's not portrayed in a positive life. Like it's actually sad.
1: Mm.
0: And I think there's an appreciation to that because he actually came from Cochrane, yeah. which is a very gang-famous yeah, city, right?
1: It's a bit chaotic there, if I recall.
0: And yeah, it's very I guess notorious to that. Ang and, ng US. Y- yeah, parang <laughs> parang you would see that there's a realness to what yeah, he's am Yeah, pretty sure movie. he's
1: actually probably experienced that himself.
2: Is experience the and then,
1: yeah, you no, know, sure. like
2: Kendrick Lamar wrapped uh, raps about in the next album, yeah, Top of butterfly. It's about racial issues in the US that still plague America to this day. Tapas yung damn album naman. It's how it's uh, take that to the to the ano ba? to the to the to the world of music today, because. You know, he's he's gotten big. He's already experienced the bad stuff about uh, record labels and stuff. So he raps about it. Mm. Like all of his raps tackle a certain issue, and it's and It's talked with much eloquence that I don't think any other rapper could do,
1: to be honest. Uh, so, parang ano, Glock Nine ng America. Oh, Glock Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines.
2: But, oh, actually, good point. Like even,
1: yeah. To to support that, the only like real full song that I've listened from Kendrick is you know, of course you, you can guess it's it's a uh, it's humble, <laughs> yeah, humble of course. But even it's not
2: his best song, bro. Let me tell you. No, that. no,
1: it's fine. It's 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 fine. But even then, it's it's all about talking about what's real, like instead of. Instead of the typical oh, uh, Photoshop, plastic surgery, etc., it's more of just yeah. like telling people. It's I, I guess in some ways you can also interpret it as telling people, or more specifically women, to you don't need to like change yourself to be beautiful, bro. Be real, yeah, bro. Be yeah. humble.
2: I think it's actually good though. I th-
0: I think you can put that as a prime example. It's it has a message and it's also touchy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can sure. hear that in bars, you can hear that in clubs, you can even listen to your own, like, listen to your own playlist with that in, right?
1: Yeah. Because I think what's underappreciated as well in rap is the message talaga. Because yeah. if... From what I've noticed personally, a lot of the message is being buried by the flow, the bar, the the really good like so uh backbeat that the producer or the artist himself or herself made. Like like you just listen to the dun, 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 of like um humble, and you just like almost stop repeating that flow. But then unless you actually get to fully hear the song and what it says and what he's trying to relay, you don't have the full experience of the song. That's true,
0: and I think what's very underrated here is you. You can say that also is the beat makers, because without those kinds of producers,
2: the oh, flow won't
0: it. be there. The message, yeah, won't hell be there. yeah. how it's yeah, spoken won't
2: it. be there. Because yeah, if we can't make a beat with spoken word, canala? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean. I've
0: had experience in terms of beat making and it's really hard. And I think oh, yeah, for sure. it's so underrated, especially for producers, and they're a lot of the time very big contributors to hip to songs in general.
1: Mm. And oh. and like uh, and usually for most rappers, they just go they they sometimes skirt around the topic, but you know it's there and i guess sometimes i i'm just amused by how people are like they need to be told explicitly of what the what the topic is like like example prime example this is america by childish gambino yeah like, i love the song i love the message but it's the most, the reason why a lot of people are like oh it's so political oh it, this has to be like uh, one of the most woke songs ever it's because it's just right there. it's there's nothing to assume from this song. Ah. It's straight up saying this is the current pro- racial problems within America. This is I'm telling
2: like, uh, it as it is
1: and telling it as it is. But honestly, there are already other artists, other rappers before that song who have addressed almost the same, if not, more of the issues there, mm. but I guess it's not wrong if they address it more. No, I, I mean, it's um... just not for. I guess, it's. It's a little bit of, if you can say, if you can have like, being literate, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you can like, pero more, pero for music, naman.
0: Get, I think I'm uh, more surprised that it's. A surprise to talk about something uh, uh an issue like you know, yeah, this is America, like a lot of people forget that songs are an expression of something mm. yeah, it is. and it's not just it yeah it, the fun part is there, but it's also something to express about
1: it's usually muddled nowadays, eh? especially with most uh with most labels with censorship with I guess the pursuit of art in itself is being guarded, na rin. especially in the mainstream. If we're talking mainstream, talaga, you know, the typical love song from Avril Lavigne or I, I don't know, T- Taylor Swift. Yeah, and
0: like, it takes a lot out of the relatability to the people. Like, you can fangirl all you want, but it's sometimes it just comes out of the movie Yung, the, the things they sing about nowadays and it's not really the actual happenings of the people there
2: that's yeah, yeah it's that's why that's why like people sing about political stuff because yeah it affects them and sometimes the best way to express yourself is through music
1: it... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well something fell <laughs> But, yeah, uh, continue, Kyle.
0: Okay, Um, yeah, while oh. waiting for Kyle, I guess... I'm back. Oh.
2: Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, music is a very relatable genre. So, I think it worked out for
1: them. Mm. M- music in and of itself is a tool to, like... Express oneself. Again, it's art. It is a form of art. It can be as raw as you want. Or as sometimes even as... as Honestly, as emotionless as you want. And in all honesty, I think that there needs to be more emotion in songs nowadays. Because usually it's almost always about love. About being, about being love, man, for the most part, honestly. Yeah, but and I think,
0: yeah, eh, parang it's actually the number one, I mean, thing yeah. that's happening to people. Uh,
1: yeah, love. Almost most types of art is like, the, 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 the usual mainstream is, or the ones that are best-selling, etc. Like it's not romance, love type of stuff.
0: Yes, that's, and I also feel like it's a cop-out for artists.
1: But true, because anything can happen in love, and it's been talked about so many times i'm not saying you shouldn't, really. I've heard of really good love songs, yeah for the for like the past time for the in the recent time, honestly, but yeah. the fact is it's like finding a needle in a haystack it's you can't have you can't keep churning out love songs. And expecting that people will like like it because of the message, because there's like, right? Like, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, because at some point, and I think we're reaching it. There, we've talked about a lot of things already in in the subject of love. Yeah, and I think there's an
0: actual more interest in rapping or like singing in general of your personal stuff. Because, I mean, love isn't the only thing that's going into your life. There's also mm-hmm. a lot of aspects that goes through. So if you actually just put out love songs slash breakup songs, it doesn't really show the whole you. So you're not really being transparent to yourselves
1: as an artist, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. On, in all honesty, I I really appreciate artists who, who like try to break the mold of like love songs and like the feeling of being in love and all oh, happy songs, and just want to actually sit down and like actually talk about what they are feeling or you know, parang emo, like yeah, something like along those lines. It's like. I want more artists to be influenced by emo sensibilities. Yeah. Of, like, being able Mm -hmm. to express more than just the simple emotion of, like, like... because right now, there's not enough. Honestly, there aren't enough songs that are, like, angry. I mean, you can argue that some rap Mm -hmm. is angry, pero like, actual unbridled anger at, like, an actual problem and not just about, Oh, I hate my parents. <laughs> it's like something like that. Like but, uh, maybe I'm just not as exposed as I am. Cause like the, the typical, that typical genre of music, I, I haven't been able to listen much on, but like TBH, like I'm not, I, I want more artists to, to express to give messages like to give an actual different message other than oh love is worth it or oh, it hurts to it hurts to lose to lose love or i am i am sad because i'm sad or i'm angry because of tiny minor thing and i'm going to shout at the mic yeah, yeah something like that okay naman yeah I'm so thinking about it because
2: sometimes being super honest about love is hard to do. Because mm-hmm. if I remember, somebody said this, I could like I could write the greatest album ever. But the problem is, if I give it to someone else, it's not going Because what makes it so great is how personal it is. Yeah. And that's that's about because in 1996, Bar Five. Weezer released this album titled Pinkerton. Yeah. Pinkerton is pretty much super emo. It's like emo as hell. <laughs> and ang nang people didn't appreciate it. say it was too angry. Tapos, the lyrics were very sad. Like, paano sad. As in, like, borderline creepy. Kasi, during this time, the frontman of Weezer, si Rivers Cuomo, he was undergoing a massive breakdown. Because, one, it Because debut album of Weezer, it suddenly became so popular and, Weezer, and they didn't expect that. And oh. two, they started to feel alone. Hmm. Like, pas- you started to feel lonely. And the lyrics reflect that super well. Because pas- the lyrics... It's really what someone who became lonely felt would write. Because the lyrics sound desperate for love,
1: ah, and I see.
2: tapos nun, it fits. Because he is he the lyrics are sad at the same time. He feels angry about it, so the music's very loud and emo ganun. And so as a result, people didn't appreciate it again. Because like according to Rolling Stone it was a it was juvenile dao Kasi parang why is, this, why is this why is this music so sad so sexual ganun? but now people start to appreciate it more because people mm-hmm. start to appreciate why he felt that way tap was at the same time, and it gets ah because riversco was going under this time. And so as a result, it's hard to write something so personal. Because you're not sure if people appreciate it. Like, after Pinkerton, Weezer didn't write another album that's that personal anymore. Or that angry anymore. Because mm-hmm. the last time they did it, people shot on them. So, like, Ika, would you be willing to write something that personal? If, you know, people would but, suddenly shit up mean, on it? But even
0: in songs, you, it's a risk, eh even if you're safe like even if you write about something that's very generally accepted it's mm-hmm. still a risk because mm-hmm. how you so, execute it is a different story
1: yeah and how you how you view it
0: so if you are going to take the risk let's say um Kendrick Lamar releases this ad uh, song and he writes about love compare it to writing about his actual life if you're gonna take a risk or if i'm gonna take a risk i would go all the way
2: mm. why uh-huh.
0: stop yourself from risking halfway if you're mm. already risking already
2: mm. that makes sense might well put yourself I guess it, out there talaga. it gets scary lang kasi when you know people don't appreciate it again and just, so but and it's I a said, risk you should be willing to take
0: and i think that's the important lesson especially when publicizing everything
1: you mm. cannot please everyone yeah you can you, like just yeah that's true. you cannot please everyone period
0: and even the haters quote unquote or like the people who criticize you are still fans it's like saying bad publicity is still publicity
1: yes cuz that's true honestly in in the in the realms of the world stage of like being international artists, etc. There there needs to be some balance of being of being likable, but also like being true to yourself. Yeah.
0: And I think so, Yunga, I think that's what elevates, and I think that's the main glass ceiling, what you said, Kyle, of a lot mm-hmm. of artists to people who consider themselves god tier. Like, the people, especially the singers or, like, the rappers we know of, talked about themselves. Like, you could see Eminem talking about being a father. Kendrick Lamar with the gang things. um, Megan Trainor talking about her weight, right? You could see those types of people talking about themselves and being real. And the emotion would come from there. And people would feel it.
1: Hmm... Actually, Makes since sense. we are on the the world stage, as it were, like, what's your opinion on Queen? Queen? Yeah. We
2: can't deny they were one of the best talaga.
1: Like Queen's it, Bohemian Rhapsodies, may mm. go to. <laughs> of course. Same. The reason why everyone, well, not everyone, but mo- the reason why a lot of people like it is because it is that good.
0: Yeah. The range, yeah, dude. says a lot of. Things. It's a
1: funny, funny fact, nga, If you wanna test headphones or earphones, just play Bohemian Rhapsody because it has almost all of what you need in terms of like gauging how good the the earphones are. Because <laughs> it goes from from low to loud to high to oh, yeah. to like uh almost choral like in a choir to right and left yeah left to right and it's like yeah damn dude the thing about queen was that they really pushed
2: out some new some new stuff
1: Mm, like genre bending for sure
2: like think about rock and roll pero sounding like an opera that sounds weird like during that time like now rock opera rock and roll. It sounds pretty normal. But before during the time of Queen, having like an opera sound to you to rock and roll is risky. I can yeah.
0: I, I can agree. Like speaking of that, like being that and it's the seventies.
2: Mm-hmm. People
0: are being funky, disco was very rampant, and you produce mm-hmm. that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's very I think I think what Queen was really able to produce, and why it's so iconic, it's it's how they thought out of the box. They really
1: did. Yeah, how sure. they wanted. They had.
0: To stand they had out. an
1: idea in almost every song. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And compare it to compare compare Bohemian Rhapsody to a song like We Will Rock You. You you won't expect that they that they have one artist.
1: But they the same order
0: style and their yeah, and the style and the variety is what keeps them on.
1: Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um uh I, I, I do not claim to be any sort of historian or know this as a fact, but um coming from the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, um when they did um We Will Rock You, the whole idea from it was that they wanted interaction with the audience like with a dun dun tap dun dun tap tap. yeah Yeah. like there's a there's an actual resounding rhythm to it and it's really really easy to pick out and pick up and for like big stadiums that they play in that that's almost like a different like almost a Almost a, a, an ephemeral experience, like now I think
0: yeah. yeah. I think it's it's an actual. Yeah, I think you put it really nicely when you said it's an experience. It really is. It is like every
1: song is an experience. And to be there, like to be alive during their actual heyday, like in in their con in a concert. Oh my god. Honestly, I'm I'm not the biggest fan in the world, but even I know that I would want that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Like, Christ. But uh, going back to that, I'd say that only now, actually, only now I've been really able to grasp, like, the old Goldies. Like... Like yeah, we have Queen, but then we have the Beatles. And on that topic, like only now do I really see the gravity of their superstardom. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like um, wh- what about you, Kyle? What what's your? Have you always known about how good they were? Who Queen? Uh, the Beatles.
2: The Beatles, oh, I yeah, I knew about them. So like, I got,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Like, uh, when I was 12, because the Beatles rock band was released. Yeah. And when I started listening to the Beatles, oh, shit, man. This is so different to what I listen. And I like it. So when I was young, I was already into the Beatles. But I didn't really get to appreciate why they were good.
1: <laughs>
2: but, um, like, when I was... 18, you they're gonna realize, ah, this is why the Beatles were good, because imagine like them being a pop like in the start, they were like a pop band. Yeah. In, yeah. like my 1961 to 1963, then suddenly they changed their music, and the music they made was very different, but at the same time, very groundbreaking. As in, isipin mo Sgt. Pepper*'s. ganun It's full of very weird songs yeah As in within you without you it's it's like indian fusion with within you without you but at the same time it's still good because like it really captured what made indian music so good at the same time ano pa ba? uh yung helter skelter helter skelter was considered to be the first metal song because <laughs> it's because of helter skelter that modern hard rock existed Mm. So that's the thing about the Beatles. It's its because of the Beatles that many modern music existed. Because they were the ones who started these new stuff. They were really
1: trailblazers in a lot of genres.
2: Yeah, they were trailblazers. Ayun. Ah. Like, if we didn't have the Beatles, music would be very different today. Uh yeah. it's hard rock. Maybe Oasis would never exist. Coldplay would not exist either. Like, mm-hmm. without the Beatles, without the Beatles, uh, music would be in a very different. They've. How do I say this? Different trajectory.
1: Oh, for sure.
2: Than what we have today.
1: Oh. Because, like, it's all, almost always like we have this pedestal for the Beatles of how good they are, of how. Experimental and how, again, they are trailblazers of multiple genres. Yet at the same time, like, like there are, I'm pretty sure like anyone can search this up on YouTube. Even our listeners can. There are really cute uh, outtakes in the studios of them, like really just uh, recording of them messing around, of them joking around with each other, almost as if. You know, they—they they, almost like they were alive. They, they were more than just a band. They were actual people that what really the, interested That's
0: true. What was the most, like, iconic thing you would remember? Or, like, iconic song for the Beatles you guys thought of?
1: Uh, on, yeah, Helter Skelter. Helter mm, Skelter for you. For me, something a bit... I don't know why I do... I love it. Because it's pretty simple. But it's just... It's so good, in my opinion. It, it's gotta be um, Twist and Shout. In all honesty. Oh, bucket,
2: But Twist and Shout. Hmm, that's an interesting choice.
1: Well, I'm not super... But Twist and Shout. Yeah? Twist and Shout. I mean, of course, I probably haven't listened to a lot of their songs, honestly. But from the ones that I have listened to, Twist and Shout really... Put an impression on me because it's so it's i guess it's almost like Beach boys in terms of oh. very very funky, very playful um it's it's in love of its own idea
2: hey, oh, yeah I got to say.
1: it's 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 cheerful it's, it's cheerful, it's it's brash it's it's unapologetic of of its of itself honestly yeah it's just a very happy song you just want to twist and shout honestly and i think
0: i think those types of you know artists and like especially queen it's also an experience right
1: Mm -hmm, for sure it
0: is. and the beatles is so iconic to the point that if you say the beatles i don't i don't know if you could name all four members of them but those four are very iconic in themselves already.
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. I I can't deny that I'm pre- I'm pretty sure a lot of people already regard Queen and the especially the Beatles as like legendary status. Yeah, for sure. It is. It's just not. I guess there is a small part of me. now. It's it's also like remarking that most of these artists are very Western talaga. They're very they're, they're English centric. They're they're um I don't know they they are English centric. They're both from Britain. Yeah, the two, the two that we just talked about, they're both from England. But
0: um, yeah, that's true. But in terms of like genres, like I I mentioned like the rap scene and yeah. the hip hop, what other genres or like you guys what genres do you specifically listen to or your favorite genres
2: SKA uh, no question SKA
1: SKA you guys SKA of course Ska, I do.
2: of course because reggae i reggae
1: yeah dude
2: reggae you know,
1: Ska. yeah dude of course
2: is just so cheerful it really and I, is. I need that like
1: it's so energetic eh? it's it's a fast genre. It's um, <laughs> it's, it's reggae on cocaine. Honestly, it is. It is. It's a, it's faster reggae, it so but it's so much. Yeah, it it's just. I love how ska can, I mean, um, barring uh, barring obvious stereotypes, ska is just as out there. It's fun. It's cheerful. It it's it's playing. It's playful, essentially. It's a definition
2: of a good time.
1: For the most part, yeah. I'd say.
2: Have you seen ska concerts? It's just a bunch of fans vibing to the... It's just a bunch of people vibing to the band.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: It's actually on because There's this band called the Aquabats. They're a ska band. they're superheroes. And you know what they do? They actually do superhero theater. As really? the band goes on, Listen, they would have like super villains suddenly on stage, sa na Then after that, they would continue playing on music, and mm-hmm. it's such an experience to see that because wow, wow, they're just having fun, and you don't get to see that in other genres. No, yeah. I know within the scene, and because ska, ska yeah. is within the punk scene.
1: Technically, yeah, it, it technically is. Yes, it is. and, and
2: think think it's the other same?
0: side of. Like music, now other than talking about actual issues, you're actually having fun doing it. Yeah,
1: like it is. It's like oh, like I appreciate like almost all types of music. Talaga, like, to go back to my to my uh, first statement on like the types of songs that I like, and ska. And all honesty, it's just so fun. It's Especially with this one uh, band that... The uh, ska band that I listen to. It's it's literally an orchestra. Like a ska a orchestra. Tokyo um, Paradise? Yeah, it's Tokyo Paradise. Oh, nice.
2: They're Tokyo Paradise. They're amazing.
1: Tokyo Ska Paradise. In all honesty. When I discovered them, like I couldn't let go, dude. They are just so fun. They, they have mastered how so many instruments can harmonize to be ska. Uh-oh. Even though uh, uh, even though the you know, literal <laughs> orchestra. So fun. And is. highly, highly recommended for a lot of people who love really good beats and very fun times. Yeah. Uh-oh. Even though nah, that? it's ska. If you listen to ska, Yeah.
2: Uh, it's a good for sure. it's, such a, yeah.
1: it's such a fun genre. Really so, true. if you
2: want to add to dance, man, it's a fun genre.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, um, again, it's it's like a younger brother of funk. Which is, oh, re- okay. with, it's a younger brother of funk, which is related to reggae.
2: It is. Yeah, it
1: And for, man. what would you yeah.
2: like,
0: but Bob Marley in the category of.
1: I mean, it's. Bob Marley is reggae. It's yeah.
2: Reggae. Because like, it's specific. Because mm-hmm. Bob Marley never played. Because Bob Marley doesn't just have. It's just horns. Yeah. Because Ska really needs a horn part for it to be ska. And There's, there's, there's walang,
1: brass for sure. Yeah. Mm, okay,
2: okay. If it's brass, you can't call it ska.
1: And Bob it- Marley, I haven't, of course, no, I don't know his whole discography. He's mostly known for a bit slower rhythmic, boom, tan, 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 tan. It's 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 very more, peaceful, to say, yeah, it's peaceful. Mm, yeah, there's a beat to it, and there's it's the complete opposite of the energetic and bombastic ska, it's more relaxed, it's like laying down oh. on. It's like sitting down on the gazebo with friends. It's yeah. just chilling out. Yeah, it's more I, having I a joint. <laughs> it's more relaxed for uh as of, compared to Ska. Like, uh, Bro,
0: let's just say it. it's weed music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to encapsulate
2: it all.
1: Encapsulate it, no, man.
2: Just being calm, man.
1: <laughs> then for me, my yeah. favorite genre. It's it's weird because like again like it's just I just move on to the next thing I guess like I just I I, I move from my favorites like sometimes I I once had a like almost all of these are in I guess you can say indie in general that's my thing. Mm-hmm indie. I'm really into indie to the point where I'm not as exposed to mainstream shit. Yeah. And, like, whenever people are like, oh, play some rap, bro, I'm like, hmm, this is a... I'm not sure if you like this one. I think there's a huge, like, (laughs)
0: understanding and respect for indie music, Mm. especially trying to distribute their own music, for example. It's so easy, yet it's so difficult to really push the distribution forward and trying to create your music. I mean, there's a pro of like, you can write whatever you want. You're not stuck to an image. You have
1: have artist freedom.
0: Yeah. And you're not really censored to a point that a label will control everything for you.
1: Uh Yeah. Like, that's what I really love about indie. It's almost, the. it really is the Wild West. You wouldn't yeah. know what to encounter there.
2: You do what you want to do, Ganun siya.
1: Yeah. And that's
2: like that's the best thing about indie because it's like big kasi nang ano nang term na indie, like what's indie? Indie. But that's that's the point of it. Okay. Like yeah. anything. Goes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I think I think how you define indie is like you distribute your own music, you make it from scratch to the actual distribution net of it
2: There's no no
0: one no one no one no big company or no
1: one's really helping you do it yeah, there there isn't some label supporting you and depending on the label okay honestly depending on the label is also on indie like let's say um let's, let's make it uh, more for the local scene something like uh she's only 16 the uh, if i forgot yeah. do they have a label
2: I forgot. Also, the label, eh? let me check. What is the label? Wait, at all. yung the label of Abang Shirley uh, is you can call it wide. Ayon, wide eyed records. Yun yung ano? Yun yung label ng Ambandang Shirley. And wide eyed records is pretty much independent because it's a small label. It's a small recording label, and benefits artists are within the indie scene. Oh. And usually, these artists release their albums on their own. Yeah. Because said wide eyed records labels pang hands off Like it just lets the artists do their own thing.
1: That's that's what I like about like um, those kinds of labels talaga. Like they they don't produce the artist, they just promote the artist. And honestly, yeah. it's that it's that respect. Mutual respect of the label and the artist to like let the artist do what they want. Yeah. Awesome. cuz I mean they're they're both in the contract. One can't succeed without the other. If, if depending on the situation, of course. But you know it's what? It's
0: hard to I mean. like Especially for new artists to sign. And you can see this with a lot of up-and-coming artists. If you want to sign like with a big label or like a big label wants you, it's hard to like of course your mindset would be it would be a big opportunity right
1: hmm.
0: but sometimes the contract doesn't speak for itself once you're big and you don't get the money you deserve because of that contract you signed before it's hard to really yeah guess,
1: it can get predatory it can yeah. get predatory and exploitative <laughs> but i guess that's just on the the on the circumstances for the most part Kasi, I mean, there's nothing
2: wrong with having a record label yeah yeah there's nothing wrong for sure
1: and if, if anything it's kind of insurance narin na, to- like o. almost like they are willing to shell out money so that the artist can have almost all of the needed like instruments or Tools for to make better songs or higher quality songs for that, that's matter. true. It's just na, there needs to be humility and respect, you know, mm-hmm. the typical stuff that gets overlooked when money is on the table. Yeah, like in mm-hmm. all honesty, it's just back that's to greed. The Sometimes it's like greediness that can really ruin the good things in life.
2: That's true.
0: Yeah, and I can imagine so, how it, it affects it, it. it.
2: Never let the artist be, sti- be parang too constrictive. Because it, it's okay that na you want the album to be accessible, but forcing it to be accessible is the wrong way to go. Yes, yes. It, it wouldn't highlight what makes the artist good. Because I'm pretty sure an artist would agree to make an accessible song. But at the same time, they would obviously want it to be done their own way, right? Yeah. For sure. Like, many artists have their accessible songs, but it's still very much to them. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, uh, The Strokes, they made Reptilia, but it's still very much to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: St. Vincent, was accessible yung third album niya yeah, compared to her previous indie efforts, but it's still very much St. Vincent.
0: Ah. But in so, terms of, like, music or, like, songs that you've heard live? Like, you, know, you guys mentioned, like, have you been to really experience those songs live or, like, in concerts or, or
1: whatnot? Mm. Like, what do you mean? Like, if if you mean, like, an actual, like, I bought a ticket, I, I was there, I listened to the band play a type of concert, then actually, I haven't lost my concert virginity. Oh. All I've okay. I've heard bands play on the stage, like actual legit bands, like Itchy Worms during, uh, the bonfire. Uh, and then uh the various various bands during the festivals in in my school. But, like, if if we're talking like, just simply dedicated to this one artist type of type of concert, then actually no i haven't had uh, the uh, you can count, count like, you
0: can count like the festivals as you mentioned
1: oh well honestly it's for festivals i i love it because it made me more ex- exposed to more indie bands which you know that's like my heart and soul right there for music like oh my god is indie but at the same time, I don't hate it if it gets famous. I don't hate it if they suddenly sign a label. I just keep listening and for the honestly, I, I try to keep most of my opinions to myself. If if they suddenly change their tune, well, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to have to uh, stop or at least lower, lower my listening.
0: No more I'm gonna have to, to that certain yeah. artist, I see.
1: Yeah. Like I'll just listen to the older stuff. I just won't complain too much of the newer stuff. It's still there. Look at this
2: fucking hipster.
1: <laughs> Something like that. But look at this hipster. But there are some artists. I know some artists that, despite having been part of so many different projects and being exposed to different labels, etc., they still somehow retain their uniqueness and, like, I have this one particular band in mind and straight up, I probably love this band, hands down. My entire... I have had multiple years on Spotify where this is like my number one listen band and it's called Millie. It's a... Yes. It's so indie. Well, quote unquote indie. I'm pretty sure it's more famous in the the Japanese audiences. Millie is... uh, as, as a as google would define it a classical japanese indie music group but the thing is that they utilize so much more than just classical instruments they bring in lots of uh electronic like edm and then pop some sometimes they'd even bring in like goddamn accordions and <laughs> like bring in acc- accordions and almost ev- every song is like a different genre of course there's like similar similarities in genres but in all honesty it's just so like their range is so broad They they've in uh in one of their earlier uh albums they even had a straight up a cappella choir and it's just like actually heavenly like no lie it is so heavenly and the experimentation in the band is just so mm. they the band prides itself with their main with their lead vocal also being their lyricist. And in some cases, the lyrics is like it's faux Latin, it's fake Latin. Like like uh something similar Ooh, to like I something something similar to like uh, the Dorime paru like that meme. Wow. That's fake Latin. That's actually fake Latin. And I really, yeah, it, it actually is fake. Fake Latin in general. It's just you know made up, just made to sound similar to like quote unquote old languages such as Latin. And there, uh, this ba- Millie's usage of of just language in general, because. Primarily, they sing in English, but they're a Japanese band. And I win. ah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize they were Japanese. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. It's it, they're, they're a Japanese indie band.
2: And Millie sounded so
1: American because they not, yeah, M I L I. And and dude, it's just like straight up They're just how they're able to mold themselves into these different songs. It Sometimes they even have narratives all about how this one knight will try to slay the witch, but then it's revealed by the witch that they used to be childhood friends or some shit like that. And like, bro. Yeah. And in that song, it's like the left ear is like, on, on if you're wearing headphones, the left ear is the knight and the right ear is the witch. And it's like... Ooh. Mm. Wow, that's nice. How again back to language, it's they even have songs that are um like in Chinese, like just they made the song in Chinese. We are uh, the uh mate the lead vocals is like a multilingual and it's so cool how it's uh utilized in their songs. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's about it. I I. De- got about this with band that will forever be in my heart.
2: <laughs> and I'm happy and I'm happy you did. Yeah. Because I mean you love it so why should you why should you not talk about it, right?
1: Yes sir. <laughs> if you love a
2: band, you talk about it, right?
0: Yeah, and it's always good that you always love the passion with what you listen to and the band itself.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: How about you guys? That's true. Ikaw, um, wait, what do you mean? Like any... Like any, <laughs>
0: uh, like any live, I guess, concerts or like music experience oh. that you want to really, uh, I guess, want to share?
2: Muni-muni. Oh, like, money Muni, Muni legit. Because listening to money money on your earphones, it's nice. Because, you know, they're very emotional, very heartfelt. But, pare Muni, Muni Live, I feel song. Like, mm-hmm. I swear, Muni money Live is a different experience. Because, puso talaga eh. when you actually hear ano the vocalist sing tapos yung buong ano yung experience yung pang ano the way they play live is that yung buong instrument yung pang all the instruments ludek na ludek throughout the whole stadium kasi na ane, et, ano ano ko sa ano sa concert sa AHS nussom yung Somium. Ooh. That was them live. The instruments were just bouncing around the whole gymnasium, and it eh, kasi alam mo like, parang it, it, the song becomes more emotional when you can feel the don't know, when you can feel the band, the band's instruments. So it was quite an experience, like legit. I was singing my heart out when they were playing. Kasi feel na feel kay. Eh. <laughs>
0: But I listened to Mooney Mooney before also. It's such a very good, peaceful vibe when you listen to it. There are feels, yeah. eh. there are feels that you can experience.
2: There really are a lot of feels. Kinda.
1: I think I've listened to like one song from Mooney Mooney, sadly. Again I, again, I think. <laughs> It's, it's a blurry memory. It's probably when I was like really delving into uh, Filipino bands. I was just like, oh, this is a new band. I listen to it. Oh, this is a new band. I'll listen to it. Probably like escaped my mind. How is it like for you guys? Is it that good, really? It is. It's for me very good. Because, you know, the
2: way they play, it's it's very intimate, should I say.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I think the first time I listened to Mooney Mooney was live in an open mic. And to actually have a raw reaction. Because I didn't know any of their songs back then. And to listen how, yeah, even from the drums to the guitar, the singing. they, they show this message that they actually put their feels into the song.
1: That's true. Ooh. We're happy feels, man. Damn, dude. All right, I'll put that on my put that on <laughs> list. list. Put that on should. my Spotify list. You should.
2: Like right now, you should. Legit. Right. Worth it. Worth all your time, man. All your time.
1: After the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Fred? On, on like your own experiences with like concerts or something along those lines. Concerts. I think live,
0: like concerts. I've been to. I think the most, like excited I was was like I went to a Macklemore concert.
2: Wow! What's that? Ooh. Here, here, here.
1: Where?
0: Here. What was that? Moldova, I think. When I was in high school. Um, six mm-hmm. six or so years for me. Mm-hmm. And I was in, like, the front row. Um, well, front, row front row. And it was a mosh pit, so Macklemore actually jumped to the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, dude, when I actually, like, had a handshake with Macklemore, damn, I didn't want to wash my hands because of that. Eh, it, like it was the advent of like can't hold us, thrift shop. Like it was that album, mm-hmm. and to actually hear those live in a hype environment is very different from actually just listening to it.
2: Bro, can't hold us in mm-hmm. a hype top
0: stadium. Yeah, and mosh yeah, pit kami, so kami, all jumping, Muha sardinas, <laughs> just raising our hands. Sing to Can't Hold Us. It was a different feel, to say the least.
1: Oh, uh, that, that sounds actually amazing. Oof! <laughs> Maybe may in the future, if, if, uh, if things go right, might go for... This is the struggle with in, of liking Indie. Yeah. I
0: think yeah, parang with indie cause especially like would you consider like I don't know 'cause I don't know if I'm getting my facts right. But it is Ben and Ben also indie. It is.
2: It's, I mean they're still I mean they're associated with indie they
0: label. Mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the uh, like people like Ben and uh, like bands like Ben and Ben. they still have a lot of live um performances especially they had one like a few weeks ago i'm uh, i think so um in the facebook live one mm-hmm. and that's also a different feel from like actually listening to spotify for example or like, cloud
2: shopping, filter internet compared to like if you're actually just listening to as in, with the instruments, then with a soundstage. stage
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a different feel, eh. Especially when... Yung nga, parang, when you feel the sound of, like, each instrument and just really vibing with the music, lying with the crowd, singing the song with you. Especially when a singer... yung, nga, ba, yung You know, or, like, if you've seen in concerts... The artist gives the mic to the crowd and everyone sings oh, along. Oh yeah! It's a different feel. Full on vibe, bro. And that's something you can't really get in like listening to Spotify. Yeah. Um, but it invo- evokes like a different emotion.
2: Because when you're saying it with 300 other people, tapas yung boss nyo nagsasabay sabay, fuck, yeah. then. Oh, Nagsayan, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: think that's the biggest feel, and especially that's the biggest plus on a concert. Like, it you're is. around people who understand and love the artist as much as you do to buy a ticket and watch them live.
2: Cool.
1: Is, um, saying, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> now that you're like uh, telling me all this, it's it reminds me of this one time uh, of, like, I was I was in a pop-up. And, <laughs> and bro, ba- back when they actually had DJs that cared, <laughs> they were playing so many, like, classics. Like, there were so many bops. People were dancing. And, bro, people were singing their actual hearts out. If, if it was a sad song, so many people were, like, Sobrang paos na paos na boomy beer dunsa dunsa, who got me? Meanwhile, when it's like a like, um, what was that? That, that all we do is win, 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 no matter what's Oh my god, oh, you know, you know, those people nowadays that the put
0: that ad lib that curse ad lib, yeah, in the dude. middle of
1: everybody go up, and you know, they they say it.
0: And they and say, it's like pop no, it's it's like the same experience when you're in that concert.
1: It's yeah, dude. It is, dude. Like when I was, that was where I first heard of that of of the of it being used in the song. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was actually. It was culture. I didn't know it was part of culture to say that fucking shit when. When the song gets to the chorus, like, dude, it was such a culture shock. And after that, I just wanted to, since it was new to me, like, to me, it was really new. I just, like, every time I would fucking play, I just can't resist like, saying that fucking thing. All right. It's so catchy <laughs> that
0: you can't not do it when you hear it.
1: Now you know, bro. Now you know. Yeah, bro. I am learned. You have orange katepunan. Like my god. What about you guys? Like any like memories that are related to like, songs or or just music in general?
0: Often, mm. I think in terms of I listen to like um that um song by logic uh the 1-800 one eight hundred one eight hundred the one eight hundred one I remember watching it actually watching live i think it was the Grammys or something mm. when he did that performance it was super 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 i cried like because it, it it was a message, and for me to really hear that song in a type of environment that it's very expressive. It feels so much like a heart-to-heart conversation. And you know, parang in terms of hype, naman, I think when you hear when you hear humble in bars,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like or um yung, when everyone says my left stroke just went viral.
1: My left stroke just went. Everyone out.
0: hypes up, jumps up, yeah, dude. Filter drinks, whatever happens, happens, dancing everywhere in the dance club. You hear that, and everyone just shuts up and says left stroke viral. It's yeah. a different experience,
1: <laughs> dude. Honestly, that's that's one thing I, I just. So fucking love about most hip-hop songs. It's so, like, most of them are so fucking hype.
0: Yeah, 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 For sure. And, like, especially with, like, fast beats. And when the DJ stops it in the middle and everyone knows it, it there's no stopping everyone else from singing it. What are the songs? Super hype. Because, yeah, super, like, the all I do is win. It's a very iconic one here. Especially the... Because you can't really... Just not say it anymore nowadays.
1: Well, depends on the company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if it's if it's in public, like something at a bar, honestly go for it.
0: Yeah, I think I think well, it's very rampant to hear that word being integrated
1: in it. Mm, okay, honestly. But it's it's a different topic altogether. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah. sadly, but again, it's just part of the culture, you know. How music really has uh like been a part of a lot of people's lives, honestly.
0: Yeah, and I think it it really is like a certain language in itself. Like it connects mm-hmm. us together to the point that we actually portray the same message especially in like, not so proper situations like a bar or, like, a club or, like, even... Um, I mean, people people actually listen to rap songs when they study. So, I mean, a lot, of relate, a lot of people would relate to those kind of songs, no matter the situation.
2: That's true.
1: And just the fact that people have just been so... I, I guess you could say it in... Uh, that's one aspect of why so many people are into uh, J-pop or K-pop, for that matter. Because they don't understand it, but in the language of music, it just works. That's true. Like, Yeah, at the same time, I, I don't understand like 80 or to 90% of what the whole song is about. But if it sounds good, I mean, <laughs> if it sounds good, I might as well just bop to it.
0: Yeah, well you can't really deny the popularity of those genres.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You can. Uh, catchiness has really been like a focal point of most modern like modern day mainstream music.
0: Yeah. No like, doubt, no doubt.
1: Can can is it repeatable? Is it like is it um just easily accepted after just one listen? Like is it can you just repeat the chorus at least, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like so do,
0: do you have any experience with songs specifically?
1: Yeah. Hmm.
2: hmm. Hard to say. Eh? Cause say usually I don't connect songs too much to memories. Mm. But I think I do have one experience for major personal nato. Don't worry, it's not something you should censor. But like when I broke up with my girlfriend. She wanted to, sabi niya, I think you should listen to this song. So I said, okay, uh, what song is this? It was, ano ba, you are my sunshine by Moira De La Torre. <laughs> and man, yeah. when she really when we listen to that together, because in front of her, she's like saying bye-bye in the most bittersweet way. <laughs> like, you are my sunshine on a breakup? Jesus Christ. Why? I don't know why, so it was sad, but you know <laughs> it was it was a nice way to, to end to go, to end things because at least even if we ended our relationship, we were still you know being bittersweet about we we're still being sweet about it, yeah, so even if it ended it things still went well the, right? yeah, <laughs> There was still respect, as yeah. what they say. So yeah, that was that's probably the best experience I have. I, I am not a very experienced person,
1: <laughs> Oh my god, it's all right.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. all good, man.
1: Yeah, a lot of what I do, especially like uh, back back when uh, I lived alone, like before before the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Before everything changed before, before, before the fall the fallout the fall of humanity <laughs> but like almost every time like I I do not I never never leave my my condo without like my headphones and without yeah. listening to music because I always walk to school
2: yeah same
1: Oh, I've always walked to school ever since like <laughs> My my parents somehow told me to live live alone <laughs> mm. and honestly i i can't take that that experience has really lent itself to me i think it's since uh, i'm someone who thinks a lot the um having music play while walking really like puts things into either a perspective or b at least at least gives me some you know, stuff to think about while I'm walking. Like, kasi, I'm one of those people na, pag may kanta, I make up la, parang, music video. <laughs> oh, dude, same.
2: <laughs> same.
1: And it's just so cool, honestly, na, I have, almost every, every day, I have time that specifically can be dedicated to just, A, walking, and B, thinking of, thinking with music. Like, yeah. So cool. And, Yeah.
0: It's just, I think that's yeah. the beauty of music talaga. It makes you really touch those emotions or really makes you feel the memories or even, like, distracts you at the very least. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's true.
1: It makes you do what you want. At, back. at the very, 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 very least, it can distract you. <laughs> yeah, is, uh, yeah. But, you uh, know, I think that's all that we have for today. A <laughs> little bit, a yeah. little bit longer episode than usual.
0: <laughs> well, it's gonna be a juicy one, nonetheless.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, my opinion, music is life, so you know.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I have a lot to say. Right? All right, we we a my life um, music. music. Yeah, that's true. All
0: of us would. I mean, if you hate music, you're probably not breathing. <laughs> you're sad. <laughs>
1: Or you know, you've never bad. heard music before.
0: All right. All right, yet again, um, we are on six platforms. So anchor.fm slash three stooges, <laughs> breaker.audio slash the three stooges, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and on Spotify.
1: And Apple Podcasts, maybe coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> yeah, man. I hope the will... no worries.
2: We are still cross your fingers, bros, but... cross <laughs> your fingers.
1: And once again, I am MJ. I am Kyle. And I'm Fred. And that was the Three Stooges Podcast.